Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. Today is August 17, and for those of you that are listening, um, sending you so much love and a happy new moon, even though when you're listening to this, it won't be there, but at least the blessing will be. I also want to celebrate that on August 1st, we release our website. Yes, shamanflora.com is now available for you to access, to see. It was a project that it took me a year to master, and I'm so happy that it's finally out. Of course, there's going to be changes to it. As always, we keep growing, we keep changing, so it's the website. But I invite you to go in, and if you have any feedback or anything, please let me know. You can find me at Shaman Flora in Instagram, same in Facebook, or you can always email me at info at shamanflora.com. So yay! Today's episode. Are you guys ready? I don't know. I can't hear you. Are you ready? That, of course, I'm not going to be able to hear you because this is not live. But today we are going to chat about why do we seek plant medicine, right? I think in the podcast, I have talked about what type of people should do plant medicine or why you should do plant medicine, why seek to work with these powerful medicines um, to get some sort of healing, breakthrough, discovery, revelation, whatever it is that you want to call it. And today I figure that it will be a really good topic to talk about why plant medicine, <laughs> right? Like when I work with my teacher, Omar, and he was training me, he taught me something and he said, it's really important to ask your client, why are you sitting in front of me willing for me to burn your skin and put frog poison on your body, right? I mean, if you really think about it, that doesn't sound like the definition of fun, except if you like that, but but it's not something that is like, why do I want to drink a tea that basically is gonna make me vomit and be so uncomfortable with myself? for eight hours why would I choose to go to Africa to see it with Iboga or you know go to Colombia and see it with Jahe or work with Bufo or Tepe or you know mushrooms all of this medicines peyote wachuma right all of these plants that are coming to reveal themselves to us when we consume them it's not like we have a pleasant physical experience before we enter the 
space or the feel, as many people call them. And for those of you that ask, Jimena, what are you talking about? The space, the feel, if you've never done the medicine, let me break that down for you. The space of the feel is basically a spiritual space. And when I say a spiritual is because it's not physical, it's still very real. If you haven't done it, I guarantee you is as real as the physical space. It's extremely real. So when you enter that space, you experience other worlds, you experience visions, you experience physical sensations. But what happens is our body goes through a purging process to enter, right? Because the way I see it, and it's not that I have the truth or whatever I'm saying is the way it is. I'm talking to you from my own personal experience and from experiences that people that I work with have had. So this is where the information comes from. And for those of you that are listening, if you have another perception or you think that is something different, I would love to hear and learn because that's what I'm here. I'm here to learn. But anyways, going back to that. So before you enter that space, your body goes through a physical purging process, like release process. For example, when I work with mushrooms, usually after I eat them, I experience this physical sensation where my jaw kind of locks in, like it's completely locked. And then I feel like this tension in my shoulders and then like my whole body kind of like wants to crawl and I just kind of like need to like move my body kind of like stretch myself because it feels like my whole body wants to like cocoon and there is all of these physical sensations that are not very pleasant to me however within the experience I remind myself of the process that my physical body one is being intoxicated because that's what mushrooms are they're toxic so my body is working towards fighting the toxicity of the mushroom and then two it's also kind of paying the rite of passage to go into that mindset for me to now be able to experience the spiritual world, for me to be able to tap into parts of my conscious mind or unconscious mind that I would not be able to access without the help of the mushrooms, right? So with all that being said, right, is why would I do that? Why won't you do that? Let's just take a moment and ask yourself, why would I work with a plant or a medicine that it will cause physical discomfort to myself? So just take a minute and ask yourself that question. You good? Great. So the answers that I have received for my clients, for myself, it's a couple of them because I want to experience something different. I want to access parts of my mind that I can't. 
I want to heal my guilt, my shame, my sadness. I want to be inspired. I want to grow. I want to continue doing the work, meaning they want to continue doing their healing. I want to be a better person. I'm physical, physically ill. I need to heal my Lyme disease, my cancer, um, my lupus, my, my psychic. I mean, there is so many reasons for people to work with plant medicine. And most of all, what has been my experience is people choose this path because they have tried a lot of things. They have tried transformational courses. They have tried therapy. They have tried, they have tried, uh, having a coach. They have tried being in communities, joining other people, other communities that have, um, grown mindset. They have gone to the doctor. They have tried everything. I think in one of my episodes, I talked to you about one of my clients that when I met her, she had blood cancer. And she's, she, when I met her, she was in the, like my teacher says, the, the chanty chanty, or she wasn't a person that it was connected to her spirituality, or she didn't have a spiritual practice. She was a very, she was a person that it was seeking for her healing. She knew that the hospitals and doctors that we have today in the States were not giving her the solution to her problem. They were giving him something to patch her disease, but not to completely eradicate the cancer out of her blood. So when she reached out to us, she actually wanted to sit with ayahuasca. And I asked her, I said, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to go to the jungle and take this tea and throw up and then go through like a whole experience. And then she told me, she said, Jimena, because I have blood cancer and the doctor said that it's untreatable and I've tried everything. I, I changed my diet. I went to three different doctors. I do not want to take pills or do any of the things that they're asking me because I know that it's not going to make me better. It's going to make me worse. So she told me her whole story of how she tried absolutely everything to heal and she couldn't. And in our interview, I mentioned to her that Cambo was the medicine that she needed to work with to help her. And as all of you know, if you heard my previous episodes, December of last year, she reached out to me and her blood work came clean there is no more trace of cancer in her blood. And she's so grateful. And the crazy thing is that her disease was tied to her lack of self-worth, to her lack of loving herself. And this is the thing that we were never taught. We were never taught that the illnesses that we have 
are tied to an emotional or even a spiritual disease. I have people that they tell me, well, Jimena, but like my disease is genetical. Like it's in my genes. Like it, it was passed down from my grandpa to my dad to me. And I believe that wholeheartedly. It's, it is possible. So that means that the disease is not something that it was constituted on this lifetime. It's something that it was constituted in your ancestral line. So that means that the healing needs to happen at the ancestral line, not at the personal line. But that's a topic for another day. So when we think about this in terms of why do we choose to do this, it's very important for us to understand the exchange of us choosing to work with the medicine and what we get to give to the medicine. So the medicine gives to us. I'm going to repeat that because it's so important for us to understand that when we work with these medicines, there gets to be an equal exchange because now we live in a time where we seek for, okay, what can I gain? What can you give me so I can give you? And when we work in this space, that's not the case. These plants, this earth medicine, these animals that come in to bring us the healing of like their ancestors for to help us become a better version of ourselves or to heal a physical illness, they deserve their respect and the gratitude that a king or a god or, you know, a person that will give you the best gift that you could ever receive, receive give you. And what that means is we get to give our surrender. We get to give our willingness to let the medicine do the work so then we can actually heal. Now you will ask me, Jimena, but how does that look like? How do I do that? And it's, it's not as simple as it sounds because sometimes our ego takes over. And then when that happens, then that's when people have very challenging experience. I have so many people tell me about their horrible experience that they have had with psychedelics. I have heard people saying, oh, I'm not going to do it until I'm in the right mindset. That is very smart um, because they're afraid to encounter the other side. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to, to go in sometimes with a little bit of fear. I will say it's maybe even healthy because it shows that you respect what you're working with. And if you don't, if you don't have the fear, of course, it doesn't mean the other, it doesn't mean that you don't respect it. It means that maybe you're excited or you're really looking forward to. For those of us that have not sat with a medicine like ayahuasca before, and I have, so I'm talking to those that haven't. Sometimes they can be very curious and very excited. Sometimes they can be very scared and have a lot of fear. But 
when you choose to do it and you're very clear in your why and you're grounded in it, that will help you understand the whole experience. I was talking to a client the other day and she'd done the medicine before in the States and then she went to Peru and she did it there. And her first ceremony, she told me that it was insane. She said, Jimena, the information just kept like coming and piling up and it was like... And she was like, my felt like my heart like was going to explode. I couldn't breathe. It's basically, that happens to me sometimes with ayahuasca. It's, it's kind of the, the rite of passage before you go into the feel. And the reason why that happens sometimes with medicines, with plant medicine, at least for what I have gathered and I have meditated on is because when we consume these plants, remember, these plants have a consciousness. They're, they're like eons of wisdom within them that we can even comprehend, even if we try. And they do a cellular scan of your being. They literally go from head to toe and they scan your entire life. They scan your whole existence. They scan your blueprint. There is no lying to these medicines. And I think that that's another reason why we seek them too. Because we know that when we work with them, we will get the truth. The truth of who we are. The truth of where we come from the truth of our heart, the truth of our pains, the truth of our joy, the truth of our divinity. And sometimes the truth is very beautiful, but can also be very scary. But I think that all of us wish for the truth even if we don't know that we do. So, so as I was saying, when you decide to work with these medicines and you give that equal exchange to them, Sometimes, whatever experience that you have is going to be the experience that you need. And sometimes, when you come out of your experience and you go back to your real life, and hopefully <laughs> you will do your integration, you will learn one of the most beautiful lessons that I've been learning and is how your life, my life, every life 
lives within a cycle. And I'm just going to touch on this, but at some point, I'm going to bring an expert on this topic. You guys know her. Her name is Gabby. But it's the cycle of life, the cycle of anything. For some people, sometimes when they work with these medicines, they experience what we call looping. If you are listening and you have experienced a looping episode within psychedelics, you know what I'm talking about, where you find yourself either repeating an action within your experience or repeating a feeling or both, or you just seem to like, just say, say like a sequence of things. And then when you finish that sequence, then you will begin again. One time I had a client stuck in a loop for at least three hours. There was nothing that I could do to get him out of it. Eventually he got out of it. And I think that this is one of the things that people fear the most when it comes to working with plant medicine is the looping of a cycle. There is a lot of things that people fear when it comes to working with psychedelics or psychoactives. And, you know, I think about a lot of things around psychedelics every single day because I work with them. And, you know, just like you, I have my highs and lows. And even when I'm in my lows, that's when sometimes I want to work with the medicines the most because I'm so vulnerable and and I'm in such a tender place that I feel that I will be able to access something that I wouldn't be able to access when I'm in joy. And one day I was thinking about this concept of looping in the medicine. And as I was thinking about that concept, it came to my attention that loops are cycles. Everything has a cycle. Everything has a beginning and it has an end on this earth. If you think about it, there is a cycle of nature, seasons. You have winter, you have spring, you have summer, you have fall. And within the cycles, there is death, there is birth, there is growth and evolution. And then we go back to death. So when you choose to work with these medicines and you experience their healing in your life, Know that in that process, you will also go through a cycle. And when I say in that process, I mean in the process of consuming the medicine, integrating, and then coming back to it. It's super important for us to understand that your life and the experiences that you embark in them It has a beginning and an end. And as you go 
through that experience. Allow yourself to be in it. I don't know who is listening, but for those of you that are in the season of winter, you most likely will be in a place in your life where you are not able to execute or being as proactive as you have been in the past. You may feel tired. You may feel like you don't want to be around people. Just think about the season winter. There is not a lot of food available. It's cold. The days are short. The nights are long. The animals are hitting somewhere else. It doesn't mean that it's kind of like the end of your life. Because there's other places where winter is not as as bad as you think it is. Like, for example, in South America. South America has no winter. I mean, we have rainy seasons. But we don't have winter like we'll have it in New York. But it is a time of your life or nature or whatever creature, where they find themselves going inward and revisiting their lives and figuring out what is their next move and understanding the extension of their life in that moment because everything seems to be on pause. And this is the season where most people seek plant medicine, in my experience, Um, it's much more common for someone to want to work in ayahuasca when they are in their winter season than when they are in their summer. Not that it's impossible, but it's more likely. But then after you go through your winter, then you go into your spring. It's the time for you to plant seeds, to kind of like start deciphering what is your next move, kind of like the flowers start blooming and your mind start expanding. You now want to experience the world, want to connect with people, communicate, create community, kind of putting yourself out there. And that is also a beautiful season. Every single season that you experience within your life will take you to one of your cycles. And then after that, you will go to summer. And that's when you reap what you planted and you will enjoy. And the summer, your summer will last whatever time is supposed to last for your experience within that time. And then eventually you'll fall into fall. And that's when you would you know, I start thinking about what is next? That's the evolution. It's like, okay, I went through all this progress. I did all of these things. Now, what is my next step? How can I get to my next level? What do I need to do? What do I need to talk to? And it's also kind of like the season that it, it helps you transition into your winter so then you can shed whatever part of you doesn't serve you from that season. 
so then you can't start a new one. So when we work with plant medicine, be aware that this part of cycles is extremely present when you're in it and when you're out of it. And when you choose to work with them, one something that I believe it will be really nice for you to ask yourself is which season am I in as I enter the work with this medicine? And even without it, like asking yourself, I, I was having a conversation with someone the other day about this, and I don't talk about this a lot as much as my, my friend does, but it is interesting when we put things into perspective to realize that our life, our pains, our traumas, our challenges, as well as our joy and our fun and our play, they all start somewhere and end somewhere. And nothing is eternal except for the universe. But if you can ask yourself those questions and put yourself in the position of, I am growing, I am changing, and you are always changing. Even if you don't notice, your cells are dying and regenerating as I'm talking to you right now. As I'm sitting right now, talking to you is happening. So you will never be the same version of you tomorrow. You will always change, even if you don't notice. But when we bring our consciousness to that process, when we pay attention to what's happening in our lives, and we mix that with plant medicine, the change and the grow that you can experience is exponential as well as the healing. So my friends, that's all I have for you today. So for the rest of the day, my invitation to you is ask yourself, If you ever want to work with plant medicine, or if you're about to work with plant medicine, or you're thinking about working with plant medicine, why do you want to do it? And ask yourself so many questions and be specific, please. Be very specific. Oh, I want to do it because I want to know what the, be the best version of myself looks like. Okay, and specifically, what part of you are you curious to learn? Is it your mind? Is it your heart? Is it your body? Is it all of it? And then, I also want to invite you to sit down and think about what time, what season are you currently in? And share it with us. Share with us. Um, you can leave a comment in the podcast. You can go to Instagram and share it with me because I think that when we 
communicate these things with the world, with ourselves, and we write them down in a piece of paper, we start opening other aspects of ourselves that will help us go deeper into who we are and who we're becoming. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's always fun to have these sessions with all of you and share because I also learn a lot myself as I speak. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you the next time. Thank you so much. So much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.